treat to supersize and grow your business. Sharon Hornell's from here, and our idiom today is Dutch treat. Dutch treat is an American, American, American expression that came from the late 1800s. It became popular, and some wordsmiths and some word experts think it was may have come from observing Dutch immigrants who were very thrifty and wanted to save their money. So often they would pay their own way for food and entertainment. And the practice of splitting the check or paying your own way became known as going Dutch or Dutch treat. Anybody who's been on a date where they paid their own way or gone Dutch uh, or on an entertainment excursion with friends where everybody buys their own ticket and their own refreshments, you know what I'm talking about. It's pay your own way or Dutch treat. Now, <clears throat> I got to thinking about what does this have to do with business and how does it apply to our businesses, especially today in the time of COVID-19, when we have unprecedented percentages and numbers of people working from home. And it really does apply in several ways to how we grow and how we build and how we supersize our businesses. And we can do it in a way that builds and makes our businesses better and in a positive experience for everybody, a win-win-win situation. Or we can do it in ways that some industries that I didn't even know about until I started asking questions because I've never been involved in those industries personally, do things. And, and here's my example. My nephew is an auto mechanic and he's worked for several different brands of auto manufacturers. And he has to buy to the tune of tens of thousands of dollars his own tools. And the tools that you use on Mercedes are different than the tools you use at Toyota. They're different than the tools that Ford uses and GM and all the different car manufacturers. So every time he switched jobs or roles, he had to buy tens of thousands of dollars of tools to go to work to get paid hourly whenever there was work. <clears throat> so there's industries like that where you're expected to bring your own tools to the trade. My son-in-law is an alignment and they have to buy, of course, their own safety gear and safety equipment, their boots, their gloves, their fire resistant or fireproof clothing and bring that from, from job to job and place to place. And that's just common practice in certain industries. Well, now with COVID-19 and people working from home, our companies and our businesses, we have to decide what is the employee's responsibility to provide and what is our responsibility to provide. <clears throat> And just like the way we treat customers, and have you ever gone to a restaurant with a group of, of friends or a group of people or a bunch of couples and or a bunch of just individuals and you wanted to pay your own way and the waitress comes out and she's like, well, will that be separate checks? There's a charge for separate checks. And, and now people I heard yesterday, they're actually starting to charge COVID fees and COVID tax. Now, I have my opinion on this given the industries that I have been in, a lot of industries um, and a lot of suppliers used to charge a, uh, a, when gas prices were high, they would charge a, a gas tax, an extra surcharge because oil prices and gas prices were high. It was just a way to charge more money for things. And to me, if you're running your business well, you're not charging fees directly to your customer and blaming it on something outside of their control. Yeah, it's outside of your control, but it's also outside your customer's control. You need to reflect that in your pricing or a better way to do it is to reflect it in your pricing and your structure and your cost of doing business. Um, the same will be true of all of the, the expenses that we're passing on to customers and the savings that we're actually incurring by not having physical locations that they're required to go to. Guarantee going forward, there will be massive changes in the way and the place and how people work, which will save companies 
billions if not trillions of dollars on facilities. It will also, of course, save the person from having to drive to and from work, have to pay for parking. Have you ever paid for parking in the city? Some cities are super duper expensive just to pay for parking. So there's trade-offs, but what is the cost of doing business? And make sure that you're providing this, the equipment and the, the supplies that the people that are working from home need without expecting them to pay for that. Otherwise, we're going to have to expect legislation to make all kinds of changes so that employees that are working from home can actually write off and expense some of the expenses that they're incurring to work and do their job from home. It's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of change, but change is always good. You know, we don't always think it's good when we're going through it, but it always is. So Dutch tree. How are you treating your employees? Not only how are you treating your customers, are you making sure that if they want to pay in different ways, what if you've got a high ticket product and service and your customer wants to pay on a couple of different credit cards? Are you going to accommodate that or not? What if they want to do a bank draft? Are you going to accommodate that or are you going to make them feel bad about it? If you make them feel bad about how they have to pay you or interact in the money part of the exchange, you will lose customers right and left. Um, it's just a given. People want to be treated the way you want to be treated. So always remember, am I treating somebody the way I would want to be treated? Am I making the experience seamless and easy and actually fun for them, right? What if we create, created fun and creative ways to honor people that actually pay their own way and, and can figure out different creative ways to get things done? It's amazing to be resourceful, not just have to have resources at your fingertips. <clears throat> so how we treat customers, the experience they have with us, with respect to Dutch Street and how they pay is really important. How we treat our employees and what we expect them to pay for versus us. I guess my, my side note on that is, if in your industry, your, your employees, the people that are working for you and serving your customers are treated badly and they have to pay their own way for things that should be a cost of doing business, your, co your competition is number one, gonna get your customers if you make them feel bad about um, the way they pay. Number two, your, your competition is going to get your best employees if they do a better job covering the cost of doing business than you. <clears throat> and then where are you going to be? So I say make sure that, um, and maybe this is a wake-up call for different industries to say, hey, are you so competitive and so cutthroat and so not different than anyone else that you have to expect your employees to carry the burden of cost of your doing business? That is a very short-term strategy. And long-term, that will um, cause you to not be in business anymore. So I guess that's it. Those are my thoughts on Dutch Treat. Love to know your experience with this particular idiom. You know, I don't, I'm old enough now that I, I think almost everyone I know has been on at least one outing where they've gone Dutch or they've, they've gone Dutch Treat. It's a really common expression, at least in the Midwest where I grew up and where I'm from. <clears throat> That's it, if I can help you in any way, if you have any questions about an idiom you'd like to know the meaning of, I think this was our 544th since I started counting them. So we've talked about a lot of them. If we've got one in the archives, I will find a way to search it and look it up for you and, and review it. Otherwise, I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business today? Take care. Bye. Oh, Dutch. <laughs>